0: Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today, on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels Events Week. Today we're going to talk about the concept of perimeter and what that has to do with an event and how that can either positively impact or negatively impact um, the results of an event. And in uh, a book that I read recently, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker, uh, there was a really interesting example uh, about perimeter and how that could make a difference in terms of events. And the example Priya gave was in terms of seating, which we're all familiar with, seating um, at a restaurant. And uh, I've had this happen where uh, sometimes I walk into... Uh, a business dinner or business meeting and because of the level of noise in the restaurant and the way the table is arranged I immediately get stressed out because I know wow this is going to be really hard to talk to people and if I don't like the person to the right or left of me or maybe directly across from me this is going to be a really really hard long evening unless people are regularly getting up and moving around because I'm just going to be stuck um, talking you know to those people um, and you won't be able to hear uh, anyone else so I think intuitively we kind of all understand after you know being in different sort of um, formations in terms of tables that there can be Uh, A difference in terms of the way you're seated in terms of how the energy flows and and how the evening is going to go and how you can interact with people. And the example in the book has to do with um, a less than ideal seating arrangement that the author experienced once, where which is pretty typical in a restaurant where um, people are facing each other. Uh, and then at the ends of the table, there's no table there. So it's just kind of like two rows facing each other and then empty spaces both at the head and foot of the table. And what the author found was in a way that that wasn't really great for the conversation because it, it kind of just created this sort of two-way kind of dialogue with the person across from you. And it didn't sort of capture the energy and the conversation and i think what they did is they you know asked the restaurant to change the formation so they actually had a chair um, at the front and the end of the table and then it became much more like a group um, so the concept was that that having a permit perimeter right having a con- physical sort of containment in terms of the event can often be very beneficial in terms of, uh, you know, people communicating with each other, talking to each other, and, you know, having a better experience at the event. And we can also apply this, you know, metaphorically. To our teams and um, even to our organizations, right? In in order to for us to feel all as part of one group, as opposed to everyone's part of everything, right? Um, so often, you know, different groups will have different logos, or you know, you'll have like a company picnic, and everyone will get like different T-shirts for their group. Um, you know, even though you're all part of the same company, but to show kind of that they're You know, our boundaries within uh, the greater group, and that can actually contribute to the bonding for the people uh, within the group. And that can be a good thing in terms of cohesiveness, getting things done and also having more fun um, in terms of like, okay, you know, you know, you're going to try to get to know these 20 people better versus all 2000 people uh, better because that's really, uh, not gonna happen. And if it did, you'd be exhausted, right? You'd probably fall asleep straight away after the picnic, uh, or event. So I find that concept of having a, a, a perimeter at an event, uh, a perimeter in terms of, um, how you navigate your professional life, uh, to be very, uh, useful. Um, And you can be uh, intentional as well about different perimeters that you set up. I mean, some of them will be set for you already in terms of the team or group you're in. But you can also create other perimeters or groups in terms of maybe... organizations that you volunteer with together or it could be the town that you're all commuting from together it could be uh, the alma mater it could be a love of a certain sport or a lottery pool there's all sorts of different perimeters uh, that are getting formed all the time and to understand uh, the value of that perimeter uh, in terms of bonding uh, and creating additional opportunities uh, within that uh to show your executive presence and to show your leadership. Well what I'd love for you to do today is think about, you know, what are the different perimeters that you have uh at work? What are the ones that you enjoy? What are the ones that you want more of and maybe what are the ones that you feel aren't really to your benefit and maybe you'd like to break out of those uh, as long as it's possible and spend more time um, in a different type of group with a different type of perimeter. Um, so you can really do your best uh, to advance your career. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode. Brought to you by our sponsors. You've been preparing for this your entire life. Your blood, sweat, and tears have truly paid off and brought you to this moment. You are highly skilled, highly recommended, and highly motivated. You step into the arena and suddenly... Oh, come on. Not this again. Ever show up someplace you're supposed to be, deserve to be, ready to excel? only to be met by a person who is surprised, you're you and not someone else? Most leadership training for underrepresented professionals doesn't address the unique context of being in an environment where your advancement is still considered an anomaly. The Thrive Guide is designed to deliver strategies to address your unique challenges, such as overcoming negative preconceptions, how to get the best opportunities, dealing with disrespectful behavior, and more. By the end of this course, you'll have a guide to thrive, not just in some promise tomorrow, but wherever you choose to be today. Let's get thriving. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels Events Week. So today we're going to talk about the concept of area, right? Uh, no, we're not going to do math, but like area in, in terms of uh, like the length versus width. If you look at the floor plan um, of how much space uh, there is. And if you think about an event in terms of uh, the floor plan and the floor space, um, you know, how big is the floor or the walls that contain the event? And what's the ratio between uh, and again, not doing that, <laughs> but what is the ratio between uh, the people uh, and the space that you have? So you can imagine, you know, occasions you've been to in the past where it's like wall to wall, just people. It's crowded, right? Like you're in a really popular bar or restaurant and you can barely move. And that's one feeling. Or you can think of. Uh... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.